Hello and welcome to Our Lady of Victory streaming. Today's Wednesday, February 14th. It's Ash Wednesday. And if you'd like to receive ashes today, Our Lady of Victory in Northville is a great place to visit. Today we'll distribute ashes from 1 to 5 p.m. There's other things going on in the morning, but by the time you hear this reflection, those things will be over. Um, and we also have a word service at 6 p.m. So at the word service, when we apply ashes to the foreheads of those who come, we'll say repent and believe in the gospel. So today I'd like to reflect upon the psalm from Mass. It's Psalm 51. It's a psalm that we pray every Friday in the Liturgy of the Hours. And I want to reflect upon it because I think it summarizes in a way why God, Jesus calls us. So Jesus calls us to repent and believe in the gospel. And Psalm 51, I think, in a kind of summarizes uh, why God calls us to repentance, what we can come to know when we surrender ourselves back to God in a spirit of repentance about ourselves, about what we need to be healed from, and how God will act, what God will do in our life when we put ourselves in that position. So we will pray. Let us proclaim Psalm 51 together. Have mercy on me, O God, in your goodness. In the greatness of your compassion, wipe out my offense. Thoroughly wash me from my guilt, and of my sin cleanse me. For I acknowledge my offense, and my sin is before me always. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. A clean heart create for me, O Lord, and a steadfast spirit renew within me. Cast me not out from your presence, and your Holy Spirit take not from me. Give me back the joy of your salvation, and a willing spirit sustain in me. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. The word of the Lord. So, um, I said pay attention to the react, the actions in this psalm. See, first the, the psalmist or the prayer. We call those who wrote the psalms the psalmist. But really, like for us, when we pray, we can pray the psalms. And we pray in this way, like the psalmist did. The psalmist is repenting expressing faith, trust in God's mercy, and in God's desire to heal. So that's the first action. The psalmist says, Have mercy, O God, in your, on me in your goodness, in your greatness of your compassion. Wipe out my offense. See, the psalmist knows God's love and that God wants him, us, to experience the fullness of life and that we can't do that while we're in the grip of sin, while we're living a life of sin. So he, he asks for that, that washing, that cleansing, right? So, um, and also he says, you know, for I acknowledge my offense, my sin is always before me. So remember, we say this a lot in this reflection, that sin is, isn't arbitrary. God doesn't just make up sins to test us and stuff. Sin is a sin. It's offensive to God because it harms us. It keeps us down. It oppresses us. It keeps us from being who God created us to be. So the psalmist recognizes this. He knows he's sinful. And we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We know that from elsewhere in Scripture and from our own life experience. So he takes that knowledge of sin, places it before the Lord, and asks for healing. He recognizes his need 
to be made whole. And he says this. So now another a shift in action. Still from the mouth of the psalmist, but listen. A clean heart create in me, O God. See, God creates the clean heart, right? God heals. It's all grace in the end, right? He's, he's placing himself before God, trusting in God's mercy and in God's love. God's love is active. God wills the good of us for us. And this psalmist, the, the author of this prayer, knows that. A clean heart create in me, O God, and a steadfast spirit renew in me. Help me always to keep that clean heart, to be set free from this sin, this wound in my life. Help me to live always free from it. So when, so God, what's happening here is that there's authentic repentance going on here. This man acknowledges his sin. He's placed himself before God and then God goes to work. The love and mercy of God goes to work. And we see something like that in, um, if you recall to Sunday's reading, a leper approaches Jesus seeking to be healed. So out of his suffering, so this leprosy can be understood as a metaphor for sin. It's not that the person is a leper because they sin, but more of a metaphor, right? So even in the, in the parable, the leper is physically healed from leprosy. But we, spiritually, we can look at that in the spiritual sense as what happens when we're healed from sin. So the leper, uh, as you know, maybe from the first reading on Sunday, they're required to live away from the community. They can't experience the fullness of life. They, their family relationships, they can't experience that love. They, they must stay away. They, they can't work like everybody else does. They have to stay away. They're separated from the community. They cannot be, they cannot experience life to the full because of their affliction. So is true of sin. Sin in our life keeps us from being whole from being who God created us to be, from it wounds our personal life, we wound our, it wounds ourselves, but it also wounds our relationships. So God, um, of course, calls us to repent, to bring that before, before him. He wishes to make us clean, to heal us. He knows, the leper knows his affliction and knows only Jesus can make him whole. He says, you can heal me. And Jesus, in literal sense, does that. So uh, we need to trust, like the psalmist and like the leper, that Jesus is the source of healing, and um, to to approach Him and know that uh, there's no that God will forgive any sin that we we come to Him with. He, he loves us and wants to make us whole. So um, it's God who forgives. It's God who heals. It's God who creates the clean heart and sustains in us that willing spirit. God's love and mercy are active. Um, I think this Lenten season, brothers and sisters, we uh, can make another attempt, as we do every year, to authentically repent and ask the Lord to reveal our sins. You know, what wound is it is in us that needs to be healed? Sometimes it's not totally evident, right? God will reveal that to us. Uh, what wounds in our relationship need need to be healed? And how do we play a role in healing those relationships? You know, what wounds exist in our marriage and in our family life? We can ask the Lord, take those to the Lord and ask Him for the grace, first of all, the divine knowledge, the, the, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to open our minds to those things. And we can also ask to be healed to them of those wounds. So, um, 
this Lenten season, let us ask the Lord to lead us to the joy of his salvation. Lead us to life in the, to the full in this life and in the next. Go in peace, brothers and sisters.